0: This must be a really big change for you, said my best friend boyfriend, when he entered the apartment I first moved in with my fiancé. I first ignored the obvious suggestion this sentence entailed, that wherever I have lived before must have been worse, and that my life is better now that I have moved in with a man. And I continue with my role as a charming host of a lovely dinner party, trying not to spoil anybody's good mood. Only afterward, I took a moment to ponder more about what he said. What did he mean by that? Did he refer to the place where I was born and came from? Did he mean the apartment I temporarily lived in during my artistic residency, which he visited because he helped me move my stuff from another apartment? Or did he mean my Berlin's apartment he never visited himself, but might have heard about from his girlfriend, my best friend, because she stayed there with me one night before we went traveling together? But then again... What might have she told him about my beautiful little Berlin apartment, that it was full of books, had an unrenovated kitchen and bathroom, secret hidden room behind the wall, old wooden windows and squeaky floor, that it had a little balcony that could not be legally accessed because it had no doors, and you could only enter it by jumping through the window, which anyway would be a breach of the contract I signed with the person who subrented me the place. Or... Was it his best friend who once visited my apartment because she was looking for a place to stay in Berlin? She might have had a motive to speak badly about my apartment, though. She didn't like my best friend because my best friend was dating a man whom she met earlier through a dating app and hoped to date herself. But all he offered her was his friendship. And yet he enjoyed the sense of jealousy and tension that emerged between her and his girlfriend. Because it made him feel like there were people around him, who would compete for his attention. And it would make him feel desired and wanted. I believe trying to win him would give her a good reason to speak badly about his girlfriend's friend. Anyway, it didn't matter to which before he referred. All that mattered was that he assumed that this new place must have had been a huge life-changing improvement for me. And I decided to ignore this insinuation, which probably insulted his sense of cynicism, of which he was proud of, mistakenly taking it as a sign of his intelligence. All I remember from it is that he meant it in a derogatory and mean way. Even though I was not truly sure about his motivation, it could have been his low self-esteem, bad mood or general unhappiness speaking, trying to belittle other people. I almost felt bad for him, especially that he is a primary school teacher, to whom so many kids might look up. Anyway, even though you beat yourself up afterward for not firing back fiercely with an answer that would put him back in his place, even though you retrospectively repeat in your head a zillion versions of answer you could have responded with to an insult, don't do it. We should all remember that we have to choose our battles carefully and that sometimes not attending to an indirect and insignificant insult might be more insulting and powerful. The loop of meanness might get broken if we don't feed it with our own anger.